There it is. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Chunky Live on your Monday, August 8th. How's everybody doing out there, huh? We doing good, huh? We got so much to talk about. Holy crap. Seems like it's just like, oh, show full of controversy, which I guess can be fun. Can definitely be fun. How's everybody doing out there? All right. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you're a member if you want to be, uh, you know, part of the uh, the Film Junkie family. Do that. Share the live stream if you could, too, on your various social media. Follow me on the various social media that is up there, your Patreon, all that stuff like that. How's everybody doing out there? We got Austin right here. Yes, release the air cut. Needs more numbers. Yes, what he said. What he said. If I see you caught up on everything today, <laughs> thank you. Thank you there, Jay. I appreciate that. What's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. Selena, how's it going? Happy Lionsgate. Protect your manifestations if you did any today. What she said, too. Let's go. Mr. Clue, good talking to you for a brief moment on the Patreon stream. Yes, that's right. We got Selena, we got Stephanie. What's going on? Yeah, seems like it doesn't. Seems like it doesn't. What's going on, Phil? We got Brian right here, too. Good to see you. JD McRae, what is happening? There's Mama Film Junkie. How you doing, Mom? Are you having a good time? Mama Film Junkie's birthday was on Saturday, so wish her a belated happy birthday if you have not already. Abram, what is happening? Yeah, there's some people that uh, tweeted some interesting things that happened, for sure. Yeah, I think we all are a little bit worried, that's for sure. M Enterprises, what's up? We got Eric right here. Always good to see you, buddy. I know, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Hank Hills. Barry, what's up? All right, we got uh, Niall right here. Good to see you. Hey, there's Jose right there. Yeah, hashtag free Ezra. My God. <laughs> Jeez. It's never ending. It really isn't. But hey, what can you do? All right, we got Mr. Vega right here. Always good. All right, thank you. Uh, I don't know. Well, what are you thinking there, Jacob? Come on, man. Get with it. Get with it. Get with it. Get with it. All right. Who else we got here? We got Rerum. How's it going? We got Kenneth. What's happening? Jade. How's it going? And then anybody else? All right. I think that's pretty much it right there. Cool. All right. So thank you guys for joining. Of course. Again, smash that like, thumbs up, share, 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 too. That helps, that helps, it definitely helps. But hopefully you guys had a good weekend, everything and everything. So, yeah, and like I said, you know, Mama Film Junkie, she had her birthday. She turned, uh, I don't know, 37 or something like that. I don't know, she's still very young. Cheers, cheers. And then, of course, cheers to Mom. She's, of course, um, uh, in Montana right now, so we haven't been able to celebrate, but we will when she gets back. So, cheers, guys. Got that Monday wine happening. Got that Monday wine happening. Uh, again, the corn guy is showing up. I hear his little horn right there. My God. It's like he knows that I'm like going live right now. So, hey, let's let's do all that. There you go. Don't worry. I see you, Nikki. There you go. There's Nikki right there. Yes. I see you. I see you. Captain Gator Girl. Sorry about that. Uh, and then let's see who else we got Darth right here Darth drip mm-hmm yep 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 so there you go yeah what the hell I know apparently I, could, I don't know if you hear the horn from my microphone but I hear it and it's very distracting like why 
Why? Six, six o'clock? And it, you know what's funny? is like it's about to like storm outside. There's like all these clouds over here. We're about to have like a little monsoon. Hopefully that doesn't affect the, uh, the stream at all. But my God, it's just like, what is going on? Uh, I know the corn's good. The corn's good. I get it. But why right now? Why? Right when I'm going live, I tell you. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but there he goes. There he goes. He also like has like uh, slushy stuff and whatever. But anyways, guys, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I had a good weekend, uh, a predator type weekend. Uh, stayed home this weekend and it was, uh, you know, got some things done that I wanted to get done, you know, like cleaning my place and stuff like that. You know, you always got to do that. And sometimes it's like, yeah, it's been a little bit. I should probably really uh, deep clean, deep clean the, uh, the apartment right now. So. Definitely did that. And then, of course, yeah, it was a Predator-type weekend. Watch Prey, then watch Predator 1 and 2, and it was absolutely fantastic. So, all right. But anyways, um, let's get to it right away because always the Monday show is always busy, always busy. So here we go. Let's start off. Let's start off with a little bit of a bang right here. Let's start off with Mr. Zack Snyder directing. A young Zack Snyder directing, directing. A Michael Jordan, a 24-year-old Zack Snyder. Have you guys seen this right here? Look at that. Look at that stud. Look at that stud. Look at that energy. That's right. This is getting passed around right here. Directing him right there. You got to love it. You got to love it. I probably can't show too much of that or I'll get a little copyright, but whatever. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, I saw that on my feed, and I was like, cool. I like it. I like it, so. And then we got right here, of course, we got uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Adil Arby, who posted this right here, this behind-the-scenes image right here, which, of course, I did a, I did a little YouTube short, which uh, I'm sure you guys saw, because I, I couldn't help but make fun. You know, you have to make fun of the situation, right? You have to make fun of it. But, yeah, there's the full shot right here. Kind of makes you wonder how much more are they going to post when it comes to this canceled Batgirl movie. It's going to be interesting. going to be very interesting. So, and then we'll talk about that. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, on Friday, uh, on Friday was the, uh, the six year anniversary of, uh, Suicide Squad coming out, but we didn't get the, uh, proper one that came out. That's for sure. And then of course the, the Batgirl directors showing like, Hey, Hey, Kevin Feige, here we go. Kevin Feige e emailing him because, you know, Kevin Feige, uh, you know, he did it to Pat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hopefully you're doing the same thing when it comes to your VFX houses. I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, Kevin Feige apparently reached out to the, uh, the the directing duo to be like, hey, yeah, you know, good on him. Good on him for doing that, because obviously uh, they directed some episodes for Miss Marvel. But, yes, Feige, Feige coming in right there. Uh, here's a pretty cool little art right here for release the air cut. Got to love that. Got to love that. And, of course, I saw Bullet Train. Hopefully, you guys saw my first reaction. There's some clips. We got Vought International, of course, kind of making fun of what happened last week when it came to Warner Brothers Discovery, talking about all their stuff. Vought is bringing your streaming together in one fairly easy-to-use app, VTV+, VNN+, and VNC, VSN+, are now part of Vought++. Plus Plus. <laughs> it's Plus Plus for only an additional $29.99. Per month, rewatch Dawn of the Seven with the guys. Dive into uh, property flippers with the gals, plus more. I'm telling you, they are doing it right. They are doing it right. 
they are definitely doing it right. I've got all that. Uh, hey, here's a cute little Dalmatian right here that's doing a little sneak attack with a ball in his mouth. If anybody needed something for a Monday, here's some just uh, ultimate cuteness. Then he drops it, and then what does he do? Bam! There you go. Aww. Just ultimate cuteness right there. We got Debbie Snyder posting on Vero. A very beautiful shot. Look at that sky right there, man. Look at that sky. Look at that sky. We got Mr. Everett's right there. Thank you, sir. Let's reach 100 thumbs up. Let's do it. But, yeah, look at this uh, image right here. Looking pretty beautiful. Even, uh, you know, even Miss Debbie knows how to take a picture. It runs. It runs in the Snyder family. They know how to take beautiful images right there. And, of course, that's uh, about last night when it comes to, I don't know, I guess maybe the set of Rebel Moon. I'm guessing so. We got Ray Fisher right here calling out Mr. Walter Hamada. Walter Hamada feigning uh, outrage and pretending to quit a job he knows he's being replaced. That is quite a vibe, yes. And we'll talk more about Mr. Hamada, that cacksucker. Yeah, you know, that guy. We got Ivory Aquino, who, uh, Aquino? I'm saying that right, who's going to be uh, the bestie of Babs, posting some images right here saying, thank you for the outpouring. I uh, love uh, Bat Batgirl fam. Our time in Glasgow was filled with lots of laughter, joy, love, passion, and dedication from the amazing crew and close-knit cast, all sharing a desire to create something for you all to enjoy. So there's some uh, stuff right there. Look at that. Aw, isn't that adorable? Nice. So... And there she is right there. And some J.K. Simmons right there, too. Who's shocked by this? Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it, guys. I couldn't believe it. Pete Davidson and, and Kim Kardashian broke up. I thought they were going to... They were gonna have. They were gonna make like a big, huge family. They were gonna be in love forever. I did not shut the fuck up. Shut up. Who the hell cares? And yes... I'm surprised it lasted nine months, but it was like, yeah, who the fuck thought it was even going to last a year? Jesus Christ. And then, guys, yes, um, when it came to release the air cut, a little campaign happened, of course, with the six-year anniversary on Friday. And, uh, I mean, right here, I don't know. What was the actual numbers? Somebody tell me, Austin, if you're still out there, tell me what the actual overall numbers that happened on uh, on Friday because, yes, the, uh, the numbers for release the air cut – we're getting up there, so a lot of people uh, tweeting it. I probably should have tweeted a little bit more about it, but I try to retweet as much as I uh, when I saw some cool stuff. And uh, yeah, I was just you know a little busy when it came when it came to during the day, of course. But uh, yeah, release the air cut trended. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, somebody tell me what the uh, the actual numbers were. Hi, hi, Nighthawk. Hi, Thap. How's it going? Um, so yeah, anybody tell me that. But again, we need we need to get these numbers up, man. You know, just like what Austin said is, uh, let's see, over 53 last time I checked, maybe a bit more. Well, this one right here said it was over 54, but I just want to know what the overall, like, Friday Friday into Saturday. So, but yeah, we need to get these, like, into uh, the 100K, man, uh, especially November. November especially. <laughs> yes, do that. But uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of good things were said. Some cool art was shared. And then some other things were also shared, too. And there's going to be something else that I'll be talking about later on in my uh, in the, uh, the tweets right here that we'll talk about. So we'll do that. Uh, you know, people sharing stuff like this, you know, shot right there. It's a beautiful shot. I like it. And then uh, Mr. Dan Trachtenberg, of course, who just released Prey, who directed Prey. And a movie that should have very much been uh, released in the theaters, but I get why they didn't do it. 
But uh, this is what he had to say back in 2013. So I've seen Man of Steel. It's the Superman movie that all that always should have been. It's human and heartfelt, visceral and exciting. Anybody need a uh, hey? Warner Brothers Discover, we're going to be talking about Henry Cavill and uh, you giving him another movie. I think we have a director right here that could possibly take on that movie. Yes. Dan Trachtenberg. I would love... Uh, from his uh, filmography, yes, I would definitely like to see him maybe take, uh, you know, take a little stab at a uh, Superman movie right here with Henry Cavill. Why not? So, yeah, I'm liking it. So, why not? Why not? We got that uh, happy anniversary over the weekend and stuff like that when it came to the sixth sense and collateral, which I love. We got our uh, official image of uh, Mr. Charlie Cox in the new uh, Daredevil costume that has a little bit of that gold in there. You know, it looks relatively like it did in Netflix. And of course, he's going to be showing up in uh, She-Hulk, which pretty much is the only reason why that I'm excited for She-Hulk, I will say. I mean, I'll give it a chance, but I mean, I, I just want to see Charlie Cox back in the Daredevil costume. And they released this official image right here. It kind of, you know, gives you a better, clearer look at what he's going to look like. And uh, I dig it. I dig it. So, hey, he's back. That's all that matters. Uh, you know, with all the uh, Top Gun Maverick and all the big movies that came out this summer, let's not forget that Black Phone. Look at Black Phone. It's, it's made so much money just for being like a little horror thriller movie. I love that that's the case right there. The fact that it's made $145 million worldwide with an $18 million budget, that's what we love to see. That's what we love to see. Now, I wish I could say that it's an original, you know, it's a full-on original movie, but it's not. It's based off some Stephen King stuff. But, uh, you know, but at the same time, it's still a horror thriller that is making a shit ton of money. When you talk about that budget versus what it's bringing in the box office, got to love that. Really got to love that. I like the Steven Spielberg poster right here showing uh, showing uh, the various films that he's made and then touched our hearts with right there. I swear, look at all that. Just so much. So really cool poster. I would love this poster on my wall right there, man. Love it. Love it. And yes, guys, uh, Mr. Scoopy Pants, of course, talked about this, which we'll talk about, of course, when we get to that title. Uh, Mr. Robert Meyer Burnett, he had a good tweet right here when it comes to what they should do. You know, when it comes to the 10 year plan, DC's 10 year plan should obviously culminate with Kingdom Come. And yeah, retain Affleck, Godot, Momoa, Cavill, Park and yes, Miller. You're welcome. Yeah. I have actually been I've, I've said this before, too. They should do a Kingdom Come movie sometime because it's like, why not? And just have these actors still be there. And even if we have to age them a little bit to make them look, you know, put some little frost in Cavill's hair, you know, and, and do all that stuff. Yeah, they already put frost in uh, Affleck's hair. But yeah, why not? That would be sweet. Directed by Zack Snyder. Anyways. And then, of course, uh, the Iron Giant was released on the 6th, 23 years ago. Uh, let's see. And of course, uh, Vera Farmiga, she had her birthday over the weekend. Um, and then of course, here's a little video with Michael Mann. That's cool. There's my first reaction for Prey, which I really enjoyed. And let's not, and hey, you know, the success of Prey. Uh, let's not forget about Peter, uh, Kevin Peter Hall, who came in and did the first Predator movie, who was in that very hot costume in the hot desert. Good on him. Remember, fun fact, if nobody knew this, the very first Predator the actor who was in the Predator costume when they started shooting at first was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Crazy. Yeah. Look it up. Jean-Claude Van Damme was the original guy in the Predator costume. 
But uh, when things kind of were starting to get a little wonky with the production, he was like, fuck this, I'm out. So, but uh, good on Kevin Peter Hall for being a great predator. This made me laugh right here. Apparently this uh, woman's baby. Well, yeah, very much looks like, uh, looks like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> this went viral. This went fucking viral because, yes, that looks like Woody Harrelson. My God. And Woody Harrelson even, like, uh, responded, which is great. So, but, yeah, that went viral. And I was like, I saw, I was like, wow, that is, that just made me laugh. That made me laugh a lot. Kevin Smith. So with all the uh, things that have been cut when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery, another thing that was cut was Strange Adventures, which Kevin Smith was, of course, going to be heading. And uh, one of the things that he mentioned was the fact that uh, he was going to he was thinking about bringing Nicolas Cage to be Bizarro. He adds that way there. They were eyeing Nicolas Cage to play Bizarro. That's right. Bizarro. That was going to be Bizarro because why not? It's Nicolas fucking Cage. But yes, um, Strange Adventures, which was announced, it was going to be animated, apparently, from Kevin Smith, was going to be something that was going to be on HBO Max. It got axed as well, which kind of makes me sad because, I mean, it was essentially, I guess, going to be like a, a, a kind of a what if, I don't know. Not really, but I mean, it was going to be something interesting, I thought, when they announced it, but that's going to be canceled. And uh, yeah, Kevin Smith is, he also was uh, trending over the weekend as well when it came to uh, his thoughts on the whole Batgirl being canceled. And of course, you know, the headlines was like, yeah, it doesn't look good. The, uh, the, the whole optics doesn't look good with the fact that it's like, yeah, you have a Latina Batgirl that got canceled. It's all that kind of stuff, which of course we've all been saying that, yeah, the optics don't look good, but I don't think David Zaslav gives a shit because there's just so many other factors that they were looking at. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more, of course, later on in the show. So, but yeah, it would have been interesting to see that. And then look at this handsome devil right there. Good little, uh, you know, just that suit, man. That suit is just something, something right there. Just very much something. Love it. Uh, and then uh, Elon Musk, he, uh, I don't know about you guys, but when Elon Musk posted this image right here, talking about AI Day Part 2 and then uh, being on September 30th, I immediately heard, dun, dun. I heard, I heard the Westworld theme song play in my head yeah i don't know if anybody anybody else did but that's what i heard i'm still catching up on westworld i'm about three episodes away from catching up i'm I'm in season four right now but yes i love that theme song i love the opening i never skip it i'm one of those i don't skip it but yeah when i saw this i was like jesus christ westworld much what is happening i think eh, elon musk is probably a robot for all we know i don't know Anyways, uh, then we got all that. This is cool. James Hetfield. Yes, I like it. People are trying to cancel Metallica right now, by the way. Yeah, good old, uh, you know, the, the, the new generation's trying to cancel Metallica over on TikTok with, uh, you know, the whole Eddie Munson thing, but they're trying to pull up all this old stuff, you know, where they were like, you know, kind of joking around about things and, and just being ridiculous and stupid and whatever. But yeah, they were trying to cancel uh, Metallica. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck trying to cancel Metallica. Sure, sure, sure. You know, we'll see if that works. And then this was interesting, guys. Rosario Dawson was at a C2E22. What is it? C2E2. Um, And she dropped this right here. And uh, hey, there you go. Welcome. Hey, Mr. Ping Pong Flicks. Chris Wong Swenson here, guys. Uh, We got a celebrity in the house. What's going on, Mr. Chris? Love to see you. 
But uh, this is what uh, Rosario Dawson was talking about right here over the weekend that made the rounds because we're like, wait a minute, we're going to get John Bernthal back as the Punisher? Maybe. I hadn't heard that announcement, but I found out yesterday that the Punisher was happening again. So I feel like it's my second chance because it was the only one of the shows that I wasn't in, and I love John Bernthal. So let's all make it happen collectively, guys. There you go. We like that. We want to see more Bernthal Punisher. But then, um, you know, that was making the rounds. And, of course, he was making the headlines. And people were like, oh, my God, she just confirmed that the Punisher is coming over to Disney Plus with John Bernthal. And everybody was freaking out like, yes. And then she took to Twitter like the next day and went, hey, hey, I was just hearing from a fan. I'm not a credible source. It wasn't a credible source. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So she had to backpedal a little bit. So it hasn't been confirmed yet. But, I mean, we're hoping for that. We got Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. Sounds like uh, what's-her-name's coming back for uh, Jessica Jones. And God knows who else is going to be coming back. But I think when it comes to John Bernthal coming back as Punisher, I think they'll be like, yeah, we got to bring him back. Why not? He was a great Punisher. Um, I just worry about, you know, being on Disney Plus and not being like as, you know, as it once was. Ugh, that's what I That's what I'm hoping for. Um, so we'll see what happens when it comes to this. I'm sure it's going to happen, but yeah, she, she, she heard it from a fan and she was like, yes, heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who, sorry, I just started, I don't know why that song hit my brain, but that's what's happening. It's not a real, <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, so there you go. Uh, there you go. And, uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully they announce something like that soon. Thank you, Mr. Justin. Missed uh, C2E2 um, here in Chicago. Good, cool stuff. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And then happy birthday over the weekend. Uh, Mr. Director uh, Andy Muschietti of The Flash uh, wishes composer Benjamin Walfish a uh, very happy birthday. So we po- you know, reposted this video right here. Playing piano. So this is why I'm still like, ah, I want The Flash to happen. It just seems like these people are having fun and having a good time and you don't want their movie taken away from them. No movie taken away from them. Andy Muschietti, talented man, can play piano. And then, of course, uh, everybody's looking at that back that background image right there. Like, what is happening? Uh, looks like that's the, uh, the, second, the second Barry back there. I know they moved it really fast. You can't see them. You can't see him, but yeah, there's uh, an image right there of, uh, of Ezra, like right there. Yeah, that's a good. You know, uh, let's bring it back just a little bit. Yeah, you can see his eyeball right there, but yeah. So a lot of people were going, zeroing in on that. So yeah, good times, good times. Got Paul Hardy right there showing off some of this cool stuff. Yeah, look at that hairy chest right there. Good old kingpin. The Riddler right here drawing. That's right from, you know, of course, we got Mr. John Glover right there. Uh, We got this cool little poster for Top Gun Maverick. I would like this on my wall. I like it very much. An exclusive collector's print by artist Doaley, if I'm saying that right. I don't know, but it's a good good image. It's a good image right there. And then according to uh, Mr. RPK, the Constantine series is already casting supporting roles. So apparently that has not been axed people have been wondering about that and then just to make things even more questionable mr eric davis talked about how he obviously he was he interviews all you know the people that are coming up in movies and hey august idris elba owns august right now so when it comes to uh the question of like hey 
guess what? We're, uh, you know, is there going to be more from you with Marvel or DC? What is happening, Idris? And apparently, uh, according to Idris, he is, he says that he's working on a new project for DC. And he said it was like fairly big. And so, okay, Bloodsport coming back. We all want Bloodsport to come back. It'd be awesome if he got his own series. I mean, when they announced Peacemaker was getting a series, a lot of us went like, Bloodsport was right there. Why are you doing Peacemaker? But then, all you know, a lot of us came around, and I really enjoyed Peacemaker. I'm looking forward to season two. But at the same time, I would like to see more Idris Elba because it's Idris fucking Elba. I'd like to see more of his character. And a lot of us were kind of going like, man, imagine a, a movie where he and Deadshot teamed up together to do some crazy, like, Hitman assassin movie. That would be insane. That would be something pretty cool. Uh, I mean, of course, uh, with all the Will Smith drama, I mean, a lot of people are kind of going, is he ever going to even come back to certain things? But, you know, hopefully that could be something because that would be pretty sweet. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Bloodsport, Deadshot, team up. Movie, series, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Something. That would be pretty cool. Idris Elba, Will Smith together. I think that's kind of almost like a no-brainer. But at the same time, it's like, all right, can you do it for a, a cheap price? Obviously. But, uh, yeah, apparently that's what's going on. Um, I know James Gunn is still very much working on things. It's probably going to have, obviously, something to do with James Gunn. So we'll see. We'll see. And uh, the people uh, who... <laughs> Remember, uh, the, the other thing that got canceled by Warner Brothers Discovery was also Scoob Holiday Haunt, which was canceled. But apparently they uh, still recorded the score for the film yesterday. This was uh, on the 6th uh, as the stage and the musicians had already been bought. So, yeah, they apparently even though the, mo the movie is canceled, they said, fuck it. Let's play some music. So this is what happened uh, on Saturday. <laughs> So what do you uh, what do you do when the movie is canceled, but you've already paid for the stage and the musicians? You record the damn score. Hopefully they release the score. That'd be pretty sweet. But yeah, that's what happened. They said fuck all, whatever. And then we got another uh, from uh, Rudy Ao right here. A little shot, a little painting type of uh, Henry Cavillness right there, which looks pretty badass. We got Mr. Aquaman right here, who apparently was on a uh, flight and was handing out, uh, of course, you know. He's trying to get everybody off of the plastic bottles of water right there. And uh, he was going around handing his uh, his water company that have it in the aluminum cans, the aluminum bottles. He was handing them out to people. And uh, yeah, basically in Hawaiian, I guess, Hawaiian Airlines. But yeah, look at that. Look at him. Look at that face. Look at that smile. Looks like he uh, he missed his calling right there. Right. It's a good stewardess right there. That'd be pretty crazy if you're just sitting there and all of a sudden fucking Aquaman just starts handing you water. That's pretty cool. So is this right here from uh, from Spider Monkey, Mr. Bullseye right here. Gotta like it. Gotta like it. And then we have some images right here. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. This was happening over the weekend too. But we have uh, we have uh, some photos right here of uh, Miss Anya Taylor Joy as uh, as uh, as Furiosa right there with the uh, longer hair, dark hair, and then of course wearing that green glove right there. That uh, of course. She's already lost her arm, so but we're actually going to see her with hair. I guarantee you we're going to probably see her head being shaved, you know. Thank you, Mr. Callie, right there. Uh, for sure going to uh, be Bloodsport series. He's the type of character Gun thrives on. Second, third, fourth tier character means less pressure to get it right. Gun said there was more potential with those. I agree with that, sir. And thank you for the $10 super chat. But uh, I love it how they said, like, Anya Taylor-Joy looks unrecognizable. I'm like... 
Now, I could tell it's her. That's not unrecognizable. Just because she's wearing a wig uh, that's dark and is, like, frizzy doesn't make her unrecognizable. She still looks very recognizable. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there, uh, Daily Mail, that she looks recognizable. But, yeah, I just like the fact that she's, you know, she's got that green glove on because it's going to take off. Yeah, I mean, of course she doesn't look like that. She doesn't look like she's on the red carpet, but my God, she still looks recognizable. Come on, guys. Come on. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, HBO. HBO is developing a comedy series called The Franchise about, a, about making a superhero film. The pilot is directed by Sam Mendes with Armando Lanacci, Ionacci. Set to exec produce and co-write, the series follows a crew trapped inside the dysfunctional, joyous hellscape of superhero movie making. Wait a minute. Is this based off the cut? Remember the cut by Mr. Midside Justin? Now, yeah, that was kind of looting that was based based on it was a fictional tale based on what happened with Zack Snyder's Justice League with the Snyder cut with all the drama with all that. Yeah, it almost seems like, oh wow, they're gonna make a series now. I mean, they have plenty of notes, right? I mean, they work for they work for Warner Brothers. They they kind of know the uh, the story that happened there, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna be taking some of the uh, some of the things that might have happened when it came to this, but this has uh, spiked my pure, uh, my curiosity right here. I uh, I will be watching this because I'm kind of curious to see what they uh, what they go over when it comes to this. But yes, the franchise and uh, making a you know a dysfunctional joyous hellscape of superhero movie making. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting. Kind of meta there. I like it. Curious. Very curious. Hey, there's going to be a live-action Pac-Man movie. Let's hope that Pac-Man is not voiced by Chris Pratt. If they announce that Chris Pratt is voicing Pac-Man, get the fuck out of here, okay? I like Chris Pratt, but my God, he's voicing Mario and Garfield already. Don't even think about doing it, which they won't. But yeah, live-action Pac-Man movie. Going to be interesting. I'm guessing that Pac-Man is probably going to, like, you know, something, some magic's going to happen where he comes flying out of the game and the the little ghost guys are going to come out of the game, too. And it's going to be, you know, obviously it's going to, you know, it's going to be like how Sonic is. Some some portal is going to, like, open up or something like that. Who knows? And then this is interesting, guys. Tom Cruise. Okay, so I talked about this last week when it came to Tom Cruise and Chris, Chris McQuarrie. Chris McQuarrie said that, He and Tom Cruise, like their next project was going to be something that was going to be out of the norm. It was going to be out of the wheelhouse of uh, what Tom Cruise is normally doing. Apparently, this is it right here. Cruise, uh, like right here, like we see right here, says exclusive Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie plotting new musical action thriller. That's right. New musical action thriller. So Tom's going to start singing and dancing again. He, He did sing in uh, Rock of Ages, which that movie didn't do that well. It was all right. Tom Cruise was fine. It's, you know, it's whatever. As Top Gun Maverick Pass, of course, blah, blah, blah. We got all this. Cruise has been along. Yeah. So they're talking about all this. And then not to mention, guys, this is what's really intriguing because they have four different. They have four different projects. This is why we got to, like, remove Christopher McQuarrie from directing anything that's going to be superhero related. No Superman. No Green Lantern. He's he, he, he gave his pitch at one point, but now he's just like, this is what's happening. Also looming large, uh, the untitled film that Cruz intends to make with director Doug Lyman and Macquarie producing, you know, the one that'll shoot in outer space with NASA and Elon Musk 
SpaceX? That's right. That's still happening. Since Deadline broke the story about the plan, Universal signed on to be the studio. As Deadline subsequently reported, they've aligned with SEE1, film producer, and blah, blah, blah. They're doing all that. And then uh, so much for the notion of Cruz slowing down at the age of 60. If you've forgotten, his floor moves as, uh, of course, uh, uh, Les Grossman. But there's also going to be a Les Grossman movie, apparently, that they're working on. So that's also exciting. Apparently, they're going to be working on some kind of thing, some kind of spinoff where, where uh, Tom Cruise is going to play Les Grossman again. So looking forward to all that. Yeah, I like it. And uh, congratulations to uh, Barry Keoghan or Keoghan, whatever, how he ever say his last name. He uh, welcomed his first child, so that's good. And then raise your glasses. Um, Miss Olivia Newton-John passed away today uh, at the age of what? I think it was 73, but yes. Cheers to Olivia Newton-John. Uh, quite a talent. And, uh, and if you, I mean, if, if you watch Grease, you watch Xanadu, you watch anything, if you did not have a crush on this woman, I don't know what's wrong with you because, I mean, my God, she was gorgeous. But, uh, yeah, cheers to Olivia Newton-John for passing away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rest in peace to her. Uh, but, yeah, right there. So untitled space movie, new action thriller franchise, and then uh, pro a project fo fo uh, focus on Les Grossman. So they're working on a lot. John Travolta even said, my dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Uh, your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road, and we will, and we will all be uh, together again. Yours from the moment I saw you forever. You're Danny. You're John. So there you go. Rest in peace to her. And then, hey, look at this. We've got some iron heart. Look at that. Oh, my God. That looks pretty damn cool right there. I'm not going to lie. That looks pretty damn badass. Anybody? I mean, obviously, she's, they're going to be doing the whole thing where she, uh, just like they did with uh, Robert Denny Jr., where they just put the mocap thing on, and she's, like, wearing part of the costume. But look at that shit. Look at that. That looks badass. I think iron heart might be something pretty cool. I don't know. I mean, this is, uh, I, I didn't see anybody complaining about this, just like the Blue Beetle costume. I think that looks pretty badass. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hello there. Okay, I don't know if this is real or not. I hope it's real. Did, 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 did Ewan McGregor really wear a uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi shirt with Mr. McGinnis on there? And uh, it says hello there. Did he, is this real? Please tell me this is real. It's probably a Photoshop, but... I want that to be real. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, Zazzy Beats is, uh, apparently is in talks to reprise her role as Sophie DeMond in uh, Joker. When it comes, I don't know. So she might be showing up. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Mike Tyson. He's like, damn it. I don't want this Hulu series to be coming out. It's stupid series. I don't need this series to be coming out, man. So, yeah, apparently uh, Mike Tyson is not too happy about the Hulu series about his life. We'll see what happens. I don't know. And then speaking of, you got Boss Logic right here. Uh, some art when it comes to Lady Gaga as uh, Harley Quinn. And then this is crazy, too. Apparently Anne Heche, um is in a coma right now after a car accident that she was in at this time and is in a, an extreme critical condition. She is in a coma and has not regained consciousness since shortly after the accident. I don't know what's going on with that, but man, hopefully she recovers, but that's pretty damn crazy right there. And Hey, she's in a coma, just a lot of downer news today, but Hey, here's a, here's something that's kind of cool. Look at this shot. Here's a new behind the scenes shot. 
um, of the final act of uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad that somebody posted. I'm not sure exactly how new it is, but I haven't seen it before. But yeah, there you go right there. That's pretty cool. Look at that shot. Obviously, that's what needs the most work when it comes to the air cut, guys, is that final act. That final act, they, they fucked it up badly when it came to Studio Squad. So, you know, when it comes to what, how much is needed to finish the air cut, uh, you know, I, I've, I've said it. I've said it many times under 10, under 10 million for sure. You know, and I know it's a lot harder now because David Zaslav is pinching every fucking penny that he can. But, you know, hopefully David is just like, uh, you know, looking at everything and going, hey, you know, I can get it down to the minimal minimal that he needs right there. And uh, yeah, so it's mainly, of course, going to be that final act right there. So we'll see what happens. And then, of course, Sonic 3 coming out December 20th of 2024. So you got to wait over like two and a half years. Jesus Christ. Tell you what. But there you go. So there are the tweets, guys. There are the tweets. Hopefully you guys enjoyed all that. A lot to go over, of course. All right, let's really dive into this because look at the very, I mean, pretty much there's a theme today when it comes to, when it comes to today, it's all Warner Brothers, DC, all the stuff. Obviously, this is what we talk about a lot, but uh, yeah, this is what's happening today. This is what's been happening when it comes to all this. Uh, and then, you know, the, the main thing is like a, a new deadline article came out yesterday talking about the decisions made that 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 Warner Brothers Discovery has to make. OK, obviously, they've made some pretty interesting decisions when it comes to the past couple of weeks. Yes, there's been that. But then, of course, we're wondering what's happening with JJ, what's happening with mm, Coxsucker Hamada. What's happening with Ezra, which, of course, we'll talk about that, too. What's happening with Cavill? I mean, it's all just kind of linked up together. All the topics today are just pretty much linked up together. But I wanted to go over this uh, little article right here when it comes to uh, I won't go over, the, of course, the entire thing. But uh, Deadline released an article yesterday. It was called The Dish Amid Layoffs. How Dave Zaslov might deal with J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot, DC's Walter Hamada, and new Warner Brothers Pictures Chiefs. Mike DeLuca and Pam Abdi, which those two are coming in the save today. The other two are probably are on their way out. Uh, WBD chief David Zaslav was busy on the eve of rumored layoff bloodbath across the company to cut at least three billion of debt of, off the books. There was the abrupt and cruel cancellation, cruel cancellation of Batgirl and the HBO Max animated feature Scoob with the latter message delivered while the co-directors were in Morocco as one of them was getting married. That's so fucked up. There uh, has also been rampant speculation there may be further trims of the HBO Max development slate of J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot after Abrams' big-ticket series, Demimonde, if I'm saying that right, I don't know if I am, was scrapped in one of the new regimen's first moves. It's clear that the current... DC uh, Films head Walter Mata is hanging by a spider web. Hanging by a spider web. That's right. It actually says that right there. Look at it. it. says that. It's hanging by a spider web. I'm walking in a spider web. Let's leave a message and I'll call you back. I don't know why that just hit my hand. No doubt. Anyways, um, but yeah. Sorry for the franchise. Yeah. Wrong franchise. Zaslav enlisted former Disney chief Alan Horn to try to find a Kevin Feige to replicate the success that the Marvel uh, superhero factory had and all that. 
Then it just goes over everything. Wall Street has less uh, less than impressed. The stock price dropped 16% after Zaz delivered a weak short-term forecast and pr promised to get under the hood and overhaul. Here's what's fascinating to anyone who has watched the studio since the acquisition by AT&T when uh, Stan Key, Kylar, Sarnoff, all those guys, Emmerich, rivaled streaming juggernauts, Netflix, and Disney by leaning in and creating content for HBO Max. None of those people hold those positions anymore, and AT&T is bolted after discovering how incompatible the high cost of content creation has to its high debt load. Eesh. The scrapping of uh, Batgirl and Scoob was uh, triggered by a purchasing uh, purchase accounting loophole that created more favorable financials in killing two completed movies Zaslav didn't really care about or like. The Dish has heard that participants with back-end buyout deals will get paid on those eventually, but it is small solace, solace to the creatives, including Scoob team, that invested four years Four years into the movie. Jesus Christ. It is not a good signal to the creative community coming after the studio tried currying favor with the money crowd by prov providing access to corporate thinking to the Wall Street Journal and elicited the uh, admonition. I can't, you know, I'm choking on my words again, that even scare, uh, sacred cows like Clint Eastwood and uh, not get a free pass anymore. Remember the whole Clint Eastwood thing where he's like, yeah, what are we doing? You're actually giving Clint Eastwood a movie that bombed? I don't care if it's Clint Eastwood. So obviously he's talking about that. Zaslav wants to put forth a uh, there's a new sheriff in town vibe, which he's very much doing from what I gathered, you know, just talking to people in that business that this whole thing really shook up. Shook up studios. Remember what we heard from what's his name? Um, the, when he tweeted out after all this happened that he got a phone call from somebody at another studio saying that, holy shit, this is something that's never happened. What, is, what the hell is going on right here? Let's see. But Warner Brothers uh, probably permanently lost the patronage of uh, Christopher Nolan, of course. Maybe he'll come back. Who knows? Aside from the fact that Paramount waited to release Top Gun Maverick until the pandemic passed and was rewarded a $1.3 global gross, most of WB's slate was quickly forgotten. What is troubling about Kylar, about the Kylar move now is that for all the tub thumping he did about increasing HBO Max monthly subscription fees, Zaslav just made it clear that the original feature content for the streaming service isn't his priority. So tonight uh, for you all, the one and only. Yeah, that's right. I sang. That's right. I sang again. I, I kind of sang in my uh, Walter Hamada video there, too. If you want to hear like an acapella type. We uh, we are in the moment where consumers are reevaluating the need to pay monthly subscription fees for Netflix and all of those. Why, after Kylar sacrificed the theatrical slate with all its production costs and neutered theatrical grosses, would it be wise to now let everyone know that HBO Max or whatever they wind up calling it will largely be uh, comprised of retreads and discovery content as originals are giving lower priority it is a little weird it is a little weird and then of course talks about jj abrams and bad robot ever since hbo axed um abrams ambitious sci-fi drama demimonde if i'm saying that right this first his first solo original creation since alias in june hollywood has been a buzz about what the merger of warner brothers and discovery means for him and his bad robot business at the combined Company. Word is that Zaslav wants to trim costs on the rich deal of 
at least get more output of its money. So it's still trying to, you know, do all that. Uh, and then it says right here, the Bad Robot HBO Max rumors have been refuted by sources close to both Bad Robot and Warner Bros. Discovery, but it's clear that the relationship with the studio that Abrams has been with, on the TV side at least, since 2006, is increasingly coming under the microscope. Hey, Sebastian, thank you for becoming a, a new member right there. David Zaslav spent time with Abrams before the close of the merger earlier this year and is a fan. The issue is that not enough of his creations have been realized. No shit. Part of this, uh, part of this down to timing, some of uh, it is down to money. On the further side, Abrams is coming off a major deal at Paramount where he launched Cloverfield, Mission Impossible, and Star Trek. The rub, he is still involved in these franchises, particularly with another Cloverfield movie that is apparently in the works and a Star Trek sequel. Abrams does have a number of feature films in the works at WBD that include, of course, the Superman film, which is not fucking happening, I guarantee you, um, and all that, whatever. We don't need to say all that stuff. As Abrams' television slate, the decision for Demo Monday uh, came uh, down to budget. Bad Robot wanted to stay firm on the Daniel Dead Weiler-fronted series budget of around $200 million while Warner Brothers Discovery and HBO Max were looking to rein costs. So that was a pretty expensive exchange right there. And they have they talk about all the other stuff that's uh, also been there. And then, of course, number two, leave Walter Hamada alone. Fuck no. <laughs> no. No, we're not going to leave him alone. What are you talking about? Hamada became, this is where they start like, you know, they start fluffing up Mr. Hamada right here, you know, saying he became DC Films president in 2018 after the disappointing, oh, you got to love this. You got to love this guy right here, guys. You got to love this pair, this, this sentence right here. Oh, this is beautiful. All right. Let me take a little drink. Let me take a little drink. Ah, oh, this is a good one right here. Hamada became president of DC Films back in 2018 following the disappointing failure of 2017's Justice League, another dark and dour Zack Snyder-directed superhero installment that grossed $658 million worldwide on a budget reported to be $370 million. Really? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to throw Zack Snyder's name in there because, yes, yes. It was all him that uh, put out that 2017 steaming piece of shit. Okay, that's good. That's real good. I love it. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Fucking deadline, right? They had to throw that in there. Even though the writer very well knows what happened, but they still had to do that. You gotta fucking love that, right? You gotta love that. He knows, the, 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 art, the, the author knows very well that that was totally just rearranged in the studio and Joss Whedon ripped that thing apart. And we actually have Zack Snyder's Justice League, which has been praised up the ass. But of course, they had to still throw that as if Zack Snyder's Justice League never came out and the whole Snyder Cut campaign never come out. I'm telling you, this is a fluffy, you know, okay, so when it came to, when it came to the rap and the Walter Hamada thing, when they were saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, he's going he's gonna to remain. And uh, Mr. Scoopy Pants saying like, oh, yeah, Hamada's staying, Hamada's staying. Yeah, the rap is very much in the pockets of probably Hamada, probably Emmerich. When it comes to Deadline, this could be JJ's and, and, and Bad Robot trying to save fucking face too. But at the same time, they're also trying to save the face of Walter Hamada. 
It's pretty ridiculous. Hamada might be the next best thing. Okay. He took the D.C. reins after uh, shepherding a string of horror hits at New Line. Okay. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th was a hit? Okay. I guess. I don't remember the remake of Friday the 13th or the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street on Elm Street being a fucking hit. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, they're fluffing him up right there. Under his tenure, DC got its first two movies that grossed over a billion, James Wan's Aquaman and Todd Phillips' The Joker, which, they, of course, they tried to squash. We heard the stories. Man, they tried to squash that thing. It's fucking ridiculous. Hamada is also extending Reeves' Batman universe with standalone Penguin uh, HBO series, which, okay, uh, I mean, I guess if he's helping keeping that alive, then fine. I like, obviously, Matt Reeves' Batverse, but I'd give no credit to Walter Hamada. The Dish has heard that new Warner Brothers Motion Pictures chiefs Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi are impressed with Hamada and his track record and spoke with him about staying on uh, staying on in the wake of Zaslav's killing of Batgirl, a move that greatly upset the... Uh, yeah, he was so upset. Bullshit. Bullshit. He was obsessed. Come on. Hamada will devote his attention on finishing up Black Adam in post. It's all, it's, What is he doing exactly? He's just standing in the room with his arms crossed? Like, well, what are we doing? You know? What is it, What exactly is he doing? Even though Hamada took a uh, shrapnel on the Snyder cut. Yes, he should of uh, justice league by the way of social media barbs from uh, cyborg character, Ray Fisher. The truth is Zaslav never would have wasted $70 million making a new cut of a faulty film as evidenced by canceling Batgirl after a single so-so test screening. That actually could be correct. Like we're lucky that Kylar and some of those guys, green Blatt or whatever green, whatever the hell his name was, that they actually gave Snyder $70 million to finish his fucking movie because it probably would not have happened with Zaslav. It replicates his genre, track record, a new line, blah, blah, blah. Then it says, number three, give Mike and Pam the runway they'll need to make Warner Brothers successful. So, of course, this is just talking about the success of DeLuca and Abdi, which, yes, we're all looking forward to, and we're like, yes, yes, yes. Give them some of these. uh, I mean, obviously, they're doing what Toby was doing. So, uh, you know, it is good. We're all we were all very much looking forward to what was happening when it came to them two coming over here and being like, all right, let's clean up some shit right now. Let's clean up some shit. But JJ, JJ, I'm telling you, JJ's not I don't think he's going to last. He's not lasting. It sounding like Hamada to me his uh, his uh, his days are numbered. His days are numbered. We'll see what happens after Black Adam, which sadly is not sadly. Black Adam is not tracking well, guys. And, 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 and evidence is there. Dwayne Johnson, again, I like Dwayne Johnson, but it's like, wake up call. You don't put the butts in the seats like maybe you did before. Super Pets did not do well. So much that Dwayne Johnson showed the post credit scene. And spoiler alert, I don't think anybody really cares now because everybody's like, Super Pet, what? Super what? Um is yes, Black Adam and Black Adam's dog shows up in the post credit scene of Super Pets. They were trying to do something, which is like, all right, that's kind of cool that you were trying to link it up together, but you guys could have done something with fucking Shazam! But okay, 
Um, maybe they do something. We just don't know about it. But it just seems like nothing is happening on the front of the fact that Shazam and Black Adam at Comic-Con, for God's sakes, Dave Sandberg has never really talked to The Rock. He's expressed. They didn't do anything on stage. They didn't do I don't know what's going on with that. But I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with uh, Black Adam and the box office at uh, Black Adam. Just saying, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But uh, but Dwayne Johnson's trying. He's trying. He's trying. But I don't know if it's going to be successful for him. I really don't. I really don't. Dave, I'm going to DM you. Uh, thank you, uh, TJUC, for the $5 super chat. Dave, I'm going to DM you on Twitter with something I created if you are interested in seeing uh a real dc plan i'm quite passionate all right send it to me man i'll look for it after i get done here and then this just leads into of course this right here okay any excuse to fill myself on the stream i know it's weird um uh, i don't i don't find it awkward it's my stream get over it um no but henry cavill henry cavill so now uh, thank you again for the uh, five dollar super chat um so, um, when it comes to Henry Cavill, a lot of things were like showing up today. There was like, just like two different reports came out today. Uh, we have two different reports and uh, and uh, and see. Okay, so the first one right here, that's not the first one. Um, let's see. Yeah, get out of there. Okay. Well, somebody sent me this one too. It's kind of funny, but um, you know, I saw this one right here. From, uh, you know, and it wasn't like Screen Rant was like the first, like the absolute one that was uh, doing it. it says uh, Warner Brothers reportedly reached out to Henry Cavill about Superman Return. And then it says right here, Warner Brothers reportedly reached out and in hopes of sealing the, uh, the brand de- uh, new deal and it would uh, be uh, the actor to reprise the role. And then it kind of says like he wasn't interested. First off, why are you using this image? Why are you using this image of him? That's <laughs> again. Why are they using this image of Cavill? Wow. From Justice with the uh, the fucking whatchamacallit. And then somebody was, you know, sending me this right here, too, that said, Henry Cavill being approached to return to Superman in DCU, uh, but he doesn't want to do it. So, yeah, basically saying no interest. And there were some things that were discussed over the weekend on Twitter spaces uh, with Eric Davis and, of course, Scoopy Pants, which was interesting. Uh, I didn't get to listen to it because I'm blocked by Scoopy Pants. So I was getting, like, the bullet points from other people. But um, it is uh, when it comes to all this, I mean, Jesus Christ, I, I don't know about you guys, but I just want it to be announced already. I want something to happen. I'm so I'm getting to the point where I'm like, fuck, can Cavill just come back already? It's been so back and forth like he is coming. He's not. He's eh, no, he's not. And then, of course, there's like the scooping game out there has been saying that he's been in negotiations since like 1997 uh, for coming back, you know, for some, you know, it's just like how many posts can you see out there? How many headlines say that he's been in discussion? He's going to do this movie. He's going to do that movie. And uh, you get a cavil. You get a cavil and you get a cavil. It's like, Jesus Christ. I'm just kind of like, God damn it. Can we just get it announced already? And I've even gone back and forth, even talking to. People I know that are like hearing things and I'm like, is he back? Is he not? Is he, he's asking for too much. They're trying to, they're offering him too little. And then one thing that, I, uh, with talking today, which was very interesting, which I thought about because obviously we're, we talk about the cameos of Ka- Cavill coming back as Superman. And the first cameo of course would be in black Adam. And you kind of just go, all right, well, wait a minute here. 
Maybe Cavill's being smart about this. Maybe him and his people are kind of being smart about this. Because what if, what if Cavill is kind of, you know, he's licking his finger and going, and, and, and kind of seeing the wind not blowing in the direction of Black Adam? I mean, I'm sure it's like he might have been having, maybe he's had some conversations with Dwayne Johnson. I don't know. But do we really think, do we really think that a Henry Cavill Superman could save Black Adam from not being a dud, a box office dud? You think like a little scene at the end is going to drive enough people to the movie theater to like, you know, really warrant him showing back? I mean, to me, it's like Cavill, we, we all know what he wants. And uh, I'm going to bring up a video right here that, uh, that, I, that I saw on, uh, on the timeline. But uh, do we really think that that's going to be enough for him to be like, I mean, obviously he wants to have his own Superman movie and uh, to continue on as Superman. But, but does, is there enough buzz for him to show up in Black Adam? You know, is there enough like because what if you just kind of like you're looking at the tracking numbers, you're kind of going, yeah, the hype is kind of not there for Black Adam. Do I really want to have my comeback be there? But then at the same time, you're looking at all the hype that happened when it came to Comic-Con. Maybe you have to take that in. It's a pretty interesting decision. Again, we have Henry Cavill right here, who is but, you know, by far like the perfect guy, the absolute perfect guy to play Superman. Kind of like between, again, between The Rock and a uh, hard place, which is Warner Brothers. You know, it's like, all right, do I show back up in there and just kind of like risk the fact that that might not be a box office success? Do I just do it because I want to have my Superman movie? There's all kinds of factors. It seems like Cavill is always just like, you know, on his own where he's just trying to make a decision of like, what does he exactly want to do? Like, remember when it came to, November 17th of 2019, he's the one he didn't tweet out, uh, release the, the Snyder cut because obviously he was stuck between, you know, Zack in a hard place. But then all, all of a sudden he shows up for the Man of Steel watch and they announced Zack Snyder's Justice League and he's there for it. But uh, here's a here's this old video right here, which is also which is uh, which is with anybody who says that he's not interested in doing Superman again. We got this right here, of course really fleshing out Superman's early stages of his journey first. We had Man of Steel, and then we went quite a bit darker with Batman v Superman. And if he were to uh, succumb to the anti-life equation and become bad Superman, I really wanted to make sure that we saw the hero, Superman, and we saw the, the, the true symbol of hope, the, the, the beacon of light, before we went down the path of darkness and then redemption. And still something that I am very keen to flesh out. Yeah, talking about that, of course. Still Man keen to flash out. And Superman who and of course he talks about all types of stuff. But the, the main thing was like that, that opening that he had right there when he talks about fleshing it out just a little bit more. He's very interested, and that's the thing, because one of the things that he wants is creative control. I think he wants you know some creative control with whoever is going to be directing it and writers and stuff like that. I think he wants to be in the writer's room. I think he very much wants that. And that's what's so up in the air when it comes to all that stuff. And I know there's people out there that are just guaranteeing you that he's going to be showing up. He's going to be uh, in. He's in Black Adam. He's all this stuff like that. But pump the brakes, guys. Pump the brakes because it's just like, as I want it to be there, 
But at the same time, I'm like, I could see the hesitation. It's like, all right, if I'm going to have my triumphant return, do I want it to just to be a cameo in Black Adam? And is his cameo going to be enough to actually help that movie, which is not really tracking as much hype as it as we'd hope it'd be? I don't know. That's the thing. But maybe he would have to. Maybe like, you know, maybe it's just like, all right, you have to show up in this movie. You have to show up in Shazam. You're going to show up in possibly... Uh, I don't know if he's going to show up in Aquaman. Maybe he does. I don't know. But, you know, there's been reports, too, that Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is going to be showing up. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's we, 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 we kind of got the hint that she probably will be showing up in Shazam. I don't know about Black Adam, but prob- maybe showing up in Aquaman. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things where it's like, all right, well, at least they're trying to keep things connected. I don't know if this is part of the 10-year plan, but, I mean, obviously... Um, when they're looking at numbers, when they're looking at numbers of everything that's happening right now, I mean, obviously they're going like, well, people want the, I think the top, the top names that we're seeing when it comes to all this is Henry Cavill. It is Ben Affleck, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's crazy how the ball is very much in their courts. You know, I've been saying that a while for Ben Affleck, like, oh yeah, don't, don't, don't be screaming at, at Warner media and, and Warner brothers for the Ben Affleck movie. Scream at Ben Affleck. He's the only, I mean, I think they'd very much be welcome to do his movie, but it, it's up to him if he wants to do it. And, uh, you know, we got to keep him in a healthy spot. We are, we already know the difficulties that that guy has gone through. When it comes to Cavill, it's like, he just, I think he just wants to make sure that he doesn't get fucked up again. You know, I mean, look at what they did to his pretty face, which, you know, I mean, again, why did the writer of Screen Rant use that as a featured image? So many other Beautiful images of Henry Cavill as Superman. You're going to use the one from Justice League? Okay, I guess. A decision that was made, apparently, but I don't know. But we'll see, guys. Like I said, you know, as much as I would love to be like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm I'm always pumping the brakes. I'm always pumping the brakes. If you want to listen to some of the, you know, the the scooping game out there and that, that are guaranteeing that it's all said and done, then fine, that's perfectly fine. But right now, I'm just saying, like, let's just wait. Got to take it day by day, and hopefully, uh, eventually, it'll get there. It'll get there when it comes to all this stuff. I mean, fingers fucking crossed. Fingers, toes, balls, all of them crossed. And then we got Ezra Miller. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it's like, man. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that David Zaslav has to make a decision on is what's going to be happening with, with Ezra Miller because it's just... You know, as much as we're like, okay, Ezra hopefully is getting help, staying low. Nothing else is coming out, right? Nothing else is coming out, right? Nothing? No more? Not quite, because, well, let's face it. um, The media, anything Ezra Miller comes across their table, guess what? They're going to report it, and... uh, this is the new one right here, guys. The Flash star Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary in Vermont. Oh, fucking hell, man. Come on. <sighs> but yeah, so according to the police report, Vermont, uh, Vermont uh, State Police were notified of a burglary complaint from a resident in Stamford at 5.55 p.m. on May. This is back in May. 
May 1st, police found that several bottles of alcohol were taken from the residence while the homeowners were not present. After collecting statements and looking at surveillance videos, police found probable cause to charge Miller with felony burglary into an unoccupied dwelling. Police located Miller on August 7th at 11.23 p.m. and issued them a citation to appear in Vermont Superior Court on September 26th. According to Rolling Stone, yes, yeah, we don't need a fucking Rolling Stone. But yeah, so apparently, I don't know, this was some kind of friend thing. This was whatever. There's been, of course, this is back in May, stealing alcohol. Is it a felony? Some people are questioning, uh, is it really like uh, that extreme? But but then at the same time, it doesn't matter uh, because everybody's just passing around going, Ezra needs to be stopped, needs to be recast, all that stuff. Um, and then, of course, you know, Flash Movie News, they, they posted that, hey, um, they posted that, like, hey, we, we very much know, like, a lot of things. But what's interesting about when it comes to the whole Ezra situation, this article also came out today, too, from The Insider. This was today as well. Takata Iron Eyes speaks out, says, Flash star Ezra Miller never groomed or abused her. So, again, going back to the whole thing where they're talking about Ezra grooming and abusing people and young people and all this stuff this also came out today too which is interesting now of course i'm not going to get i'm not subscribed to the insider but this article did come out basically stating taka iron eyes told insider the flash actor never groomed or abused her she spoke to insider as part of an investigation detailing new allegations that miller ran a cult in iceland apparently miller and ezra is running a cult in iceland is traveling to the U.S. with guns. Takata's parents say Miller left bruises on her daughter's body, restricted her phone access, and verbally abused her. And she said, no, that is not the case. So there's all that, too. But like I said, guys, and like what I've been saying, we're all just kind of waiting for Ezra side to come out and just kind of be like, all right, what are we hearing here? And there's things that are behind the scenes. More people in, in, in the know that than I am. There's a lot of people that are more in the know and kind of more focusing on this thing than I am. I'm just kind of waiting, waiting and waiting for that side to come out to be like, what exactly is fully happening here? I mean, it sucks because everything looks bad. And social media looks bad, but then at the same time, you start looking at this article about, uh, you know, this whole new thing right here back in May, and you start think, seeing that, and you're kind of going like, Jesus Christ. Like the, the media, the trades, anything Ezra Miller comes across their, their desk, they're going to put it out there because obviously it's it's the hot topic. It's a hot topic. And it doesn't look good. Obviously, now, you know, a lot of people are obviously going to correlate to the whole Batgirl being canceled. And they're going, why aren't you canceling The Flash? Why aren't you canceling The Flash? You cancel Batgirl that stars a Latina that's directed by people of color. They do that whole thing because that's the, obviously that's, when, when it comes to 2022, you're obviously going to focus on that. And, yes, the optics look bad. And you're going to keep the flash going. Dave Zaslav, last week on your call, you're saying that the flash is good and everything is going to be moving forward. They're still going to release it. Why aren't you canceling that? It's like, okay, let's pump, again, pump the brakes on that as well because this movie is like twice as much, costs twice as much. It's got a lot more people in it. It's got a crazy multiverse goddamn story to it. It's a little bit different than over here. So obviously it's like, yeah, and it's and it was always meant to be theatrical and they've already poured in a lot of money into that. So it's like, 
what do you do? You can't, you just can't cancel that. You can't cancel that. It's a little bit different than it is over here when it comes to Batgirl. As much as I don't agree with them canceling it, it's just a whole, it's a whole different beast. It's a completely different beast when it comes to the scope of both of these movies. It really is. That's why when people say that, and the thing is, they're going to continue on saying that, and it's, it's what everybody's going to always fall back on. Yes, the optics don't look good over here when it comes to Batgirl, but at the same time, it's like they're just not going to... It's going to get released. It's going to get released, and of course, the whole notion of people thinking that they're just going to replace Ezra, and that would be pretty crazy if they end up doing that, but I don't think they're going to do that either. It's like I think they're going to end up leaning into the controversy. I don't know. It's just, it's all pretty crazy, but it's just funny how first that whole, this, the insider article came out and then all of a sudden we get this, oh yeah, yeah, Ezra, you got charged again for burglary now of alcohol and everything and back in May and I don't know. It's a lot of things. And again, I just, again, I just tell everybody, let's just be patient. More, more stuff's coming out their side. I mean. And Warner Brothers, I don't know whenever they're going to actually fully give a statement on the whole situation. I don't know. And, and I know with everything that comes out, they're probably just going, oh, God damn it. Like, ah, uh, more? Really? God damn it. Like, Jesus Christ. So, I mean, <laughs> we still got a lot of time between now and when the flash comes out. So, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I'm with everybody. We're just like, Jesus Christ, can nothing more come out, please? But it just doesn't seem like we can't get to that spot. But at the same time, I'm like, let's just be patient. Let's just be patient when it comes to this. But the fact that everybody's always going to throw in the whole Batgirl thing, that's always going to be an issue. The optics don't look good. The optics don't look good. Which then leads right into Batgirl. And uh, there's a petition. There's a petition from the city of Glasgow, which where they shot Batgirl, which is a um, poster right here. There's a whole petition. What the hell is that noise? Um, Glasgow's very own mini Batgirl agrees. The cast and crew of Batgirl deserve uh, better and seek in uh, seeking justice. So basically we have the uh, change.org right here. And look at how many people, almost at 1,500. Again, these really never do anything. But, uh, yeah, apparently um, lots of people put their heart and soul into the movie. And for, for it to be taken away from them and not be seen is an insult to all involved. I saw the firsthand some scenes being filmed. The cast and crew worked so hard on it. Rele hashtag released Batgirl. So we have, of course, the petition. We knew that stuff like this was happening. People are going to be campaigning for Batgirl to be released. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I'm still just kind of going like my whole theory of like, Jesus Christ, is Warner Brothers Discovery and Zaslav, are they playing a little bit of 4D chess where it's like, all right, do this and then see what happens? Because literally, if they were just to just put it on HBO Max or whatever the hell, if they were just to literally just put it on there, they wouldn't even have to put any marketing behind it because the marketing, again, is currently happening right now. With that hashtag, now is that hashtag going to get as big as the Snyder Cut hashtag? No, of course it's not. It's not going to get that big. But the fact of the matter is, is the release of the Snyder Cut hashtag, that whole campaign for the last, whatever, for three years, really changed things. And when you cancel a movie outright, it's like, all right, but then, of course, you have the whole tax write-off thing, which would then make it impossible for them to release it. But then at the same time, you're just kind of going like, I mean, man, maybe they just just, just drop it, I don't know, and then just no, no, I don't know. But then again, streaming, like I said, I don't think these studios are ready for streaming. 
but but it is kind of funny that the city of Glasgow is totally back in this and people, folks that live there, because when they were filming that, there was controversy when they were filming it. Because remember, they were converting shops like on those streets into shops that would be existing in Gotham. And apparently it was killing business. They were moving cars, like people who parked their cars that lived in the city. They were moving the cars and they couldn't find their cars. I mean, there was all kinds of things that were happening when they were filming there that the city of Glasgow did not quite like. They did not like. So I'm thinking this is almost like, oh yeah, this is a reaction to it though. It's like, we went through all this bullshit of you guys filming here and now you're not releasing the movie? Are you fucking kidding me here? So I think they're kind of, I think that's what the main thing is. Like, they're mad. It's like, hey, we had a struggle through the months of shooting that you guys did. And now you're not going to release the movie? Are you kidding me? Like, I lost money. I lost, you know, business. My business went down and, and I almost lost my business or something like that. Who knows if it went that extreme? So you kind of almost understand that it's like, hey, please release this because, like, get it out there because... I went through hell. I went through a little bit of hell while you guys were shooting this damn thing. So it's all very interesting. But I'm just kind of wondering. It's like, hey, like how? I mean, again, you could utilize this. You got free marketing that's happening right now for this movie. You could actually utilize that and release it without put really putting any marketing, any money into the marketing. I've, I've been saying that ever since it was canceled. But again, I'm not Zaslav. I'm not his crew. They're looking at the, the bottom lines and the numbers and all that stuff. I'm just a fucking idiot who, who has spiky hair, glasses, and a mustache, and with a Superman shirt talking shit into a microphone on YouTube. That's why he's uh, running a studio, and he's a billionaire, and I do this. Drink uh, cheap wine, very cheap wine. Uh, ain't life grand? Yeah, that's right. But anyways, guys, huh, yeah, so there you go. This whole stream was just about, this whole stream was just about like, hey, you know, um, Warner Brothers making decisions. They need to make decisions about this whole thing right here. They made a decision right here. They need to make a decision about this, and they really need to make a decision about this guy right here. So a lot of decisions that need to be made when it comes to this whole thing. But it's all, it's fun to talk about, right, guys? It's fun to talk about, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, they don't have a cohesive, like, full-on plan for uh, DC, but at, but at least we have all this drama, right? We have all this drama. <laughs> That's what it's all about, the drama, right? My God. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. Oh, at least that guy's making some good shit over somewhere else. Anyways, all right, so let's go to the Twitter questions. Uh, all right, here we go. We got Tet or Zed. Is Warner Brothers broke because they've been pouring so much money on Deadline for puff pieces? When it comes to that, you guys got to realize that these executives very much utilize these uh, these trades to their own advantage. Okay. When it comes to the rap variety, um, you know, certain authors that they have on these trades, they will, uh, they will tap into them to try to make them look better. They will. That's the thing. They utilize the media. I mean, it's just like what politicians do when it comes to that stuff. So, um, yeah. So 
Warner Brothers, I mean, Warner Brothers Discovery is, you know, in very much debt. I don't, you know, they're not broke, but I mean, I guess they're, I mean, I guess debt is a form of broke. I don't know. I mean, it's like the money's coming in, but they're trying to pay back all that money. I don't know. There's so much, but they're in, uh, I mean, they inherited so much debt when it came to AT&T. Uh, Eric, so Dave, amid all the focus on Ezra, the tweet of Ray Fisher about Hamada has me thinking. Hamada is going, going, gone, apparently by October. Let's hope. The Flash is scheduled to uh, for next year. So when's the additional photography reshoots happening after Hamada's retirement? I mean, a lot of people are speculating that there's going to be some, uh, there might be some reshoots that happen with the uh, Flash. We talked about this briefly on Vodka Stream, and yeah, fingers crossed that they might be like, hey, uh, Fisher, we want you back as Cyborg. Can you shoot a little scene for us? Let's hope. Uh, let's see, Claytalian. I feel like this question is more relevant after the recent Ezra News. Do you think it's possible, especially if they get some kind of tax write-off for Batgirl, that they replace Ezra in The Flash, hence the delay, and or repurpose the film into a crisis-type event? Maybe add Cavill Superman or more Batfleck. I just, I the only thing that I, 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 I see where you're saying there, Clay, but at the same time, I just go, it just, it just sounds like another director getting this movie ripped apart and... Uh, a bunch of fucking long hours and rushed reshoots that give like a poor quality film. That's 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 the thing. That's the thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Look at that. Top Gun Maverick is coming back to the theaters. I thought it was still in the theaters. I don't know. Like I said, the mustache will probably leave as soon as Top Gun Maverick leaves theaters because, you know, I am getting kind of tired of it, kind of getting tired of it. But we'll see. Austin uh, released the air cut and needs higher numbers. I agree. I agree with you, sir. It definitely does. Ryan, I think Paramount, Paramount leaves Top Gun Maverick in theaters for the next two to three weeks. Just a clobber number six. What are your chances? Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's creeping up to Infinity War. Domestic. Domestic right there. Creeping up. Creeping up. Carrie, hey, Dave, regarding Ezra, I think... I'm just going to wait and see if he actually goes to trial for any of the charges to believe any of them at this point. I am crazy for choosing this stance. Am I crazy? No, you're not. Be patient. That's what we got to do. We got to be patient with all this because, you know, I mean, obviously headlines always stir up everybody's emotions. But, man, I tell you what. Also, what's your uh, favorite Chinese food entree? Eh, I mean, it was I like I like some I just looks I like I like some good uh good old just teriyaki chicken on rice that is that's considered Chinese food right, um I don't know I'm just good with uh you know and then wontons is that no that's more Thai right I don't know I always get confused on like which which came where you know, but uh you know I'm all I'm a sucker for some teriyaki chicken man I'm getting hungry right now, um Andrew. Which uh, which of these uh, two canceled films would you uh, have loved to have come to pass and would work Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire or Tim Burton's uh, Batman 3? I mean, come on, man. You know I'm a Batman fan. I, I actually would have wanted to see Tim Burton's third Batman film. I really wanted to see that. So, yeah, that one. Kenny, Davey. 
I've said this many times before, and I know fans love him. Henry Cavill's a good Superman with potential, with great potential to be a great Superman on film, but his Superman and Clark Kent is underdeveloped so far on film. Yeah, because he was giving it more time. It's not underdeveloped. I would say, like, maybe more of his uh, Clark Kent, but I'm just saying. His Superman needs to evolve. Yes, that's what Snyder was trying to do there, Kenny. That's what he was trying to do. For me, the TV version of uh, Superman, Tyler Hoechlin's, yes, because they they were able to give more time to Superman. Zack was trying to establish his Superman and get him to the point where people wanted to. And, uh, and then, of course, have another director carry him on. But Warner Brothers fucked that up. I honestly think DC Films needs a reboot, which might be the case. Who knows what will happen? But, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, Snyder was wanting to do that. Uh, Devon Wooter, I have a question for you. What day you think the Black Adam trailer 2 will come out? Not the one from Comic-Con, but something new. I hope Superman is in the movie. Yeah, a lot of people are hoping for that. I just wonder if it's going to save it. Uh, I'm sure they'll release another trailer probably, I, I would say, what, September? Maybe the beginning of October? EVM, do you think Idris Elba will be joining the Green Lantern series? No. Or uh, will they call Wayne T. Carr for the role of Jon Stewart? Now, I, I doubt that, too. I doubt that, too. Yeah, I saw that. Do you think Keaton is done as Batman? Oh, well, he's going to be in The Flash. He won't be replaced. Uh, the Marvel Maniac. How can Zaslav say he wants to protect the DC brand while continuing to not take action on the Flash film, which was has become a public embarrassment and PR nightmare thanks to Ezra. This is the worst kind of timing for all for these charges to happen amidst the uh, WBD call. I know. Oh, and I'm sure he's uh, they're taken in that consideration and they're like, fuck, man. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to be throwing that out there. Anytime something Ezra comes out, they're going to be doing that. So they have to be. I'm sure they're cooking up some kind of plan with all that. Uh, do you think Swamp Thing will be back for season two? Probably not. Uh, Darian. Darian? Pure speculation, but what's your best guess on the direction David is uh, taking with DCU? Full reboot or a continuation? Of exi- I think right now they're just kind of like they have, they probably have like two options. It's like build around Cavill and maybe some Ben Affleck. I don't know. Uh, but then at the same time, they're like, well, if there's a 10-year plan, uh, if those guys aren't going to play ball, it's going to be a full-on reboot. Uh, Ronak, Black Adam is two months away, and it's crazy that we only got one proper trailer. Which trailer? I would say the Comic-Con is the proper one. I don't know. Yeah, dude, I don't understand. People calling Zaslav racist, of course. Yes, I mean, that's just where we are right now. And it's kind of funny, too, because, uh, um, yeah, he's spending he's spend that much money on that. You spend you spend that much money on a studio. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's no there's no room to be ahead of a studio and be racist. Okay, that'd be bad for business in 2022. It's just they looked at the numbers. And sadly, sometimes things are going to get cut and it's going to be cut when you have a certain type of lead or something like that. It's uh, yeah, that's what's so crazy. I mean, like they're still very much backing up. Uh, Black Adam, which has a very diverse cast. Uh, Aquaman 2, which, of course, has uh, also, uh, uh, you know, Jason Momoa as a lead. So it's like, yeah. But yeah, but at the same time, I understand the optics. I really understand the optics. It doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good. But uh, 
But if you're going to have some racial intent with, when it comes to that, that, that's not a way to run a studio. And there's no way that that's going to fly. You know, that's just bad for business. So that's why I'm never going to, like, take that approach. But I get that the optics don't look good. All right, guys. Holy shit. This has been an intense, an intense stream. And I appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to me just yammer on about this stuff. I tell you what, like I said, I mean, not a clear, not a clear uh, slate and everything that's happening when it comes to this shit. But the drama is intense. Anything could happen. And a lot of us are talking about it. And a lot of us are just kind of like the speculations and trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Kind of exciting. But at the same time, we're just kind of going, can this guy, this guy right there, we just need that guy to just wear this again. Yes, another excuse to rub myself on my own stream. Anyways, all right, guys, hit that like thumbs up button. Um, as you guys take off, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Share the stream if you would uh, be so kind, do that. Share it on the various social media stuff. All my social media stuff is all around me. Patreon, I'm trying to give you guys updates as uh, as I hear stuff on my Patreon, you know, stuff that I might not even talk about publicly, so check that stuff out. And I uh, had fun with the Patreon uh, family over the weekend, talking to them on a stream. That was fun. So uh, do all that, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys, love ya. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm.